Do you feel like there's not enough time in the day or you have too many things to get done in too short of time or wish you just had a few more hours to get everything done on your to-do list? I bet you do because anytime I ask artists, what is the number one thing that they're struggling with? It's always time. And it makes sense because in a business like ours where we are artists and freelancers both at the same time, we have a lot to do. I mean, just on the base level, we are trying to improve our talent and our skills and book work. Then once we book those jobs, then we're in rehearsals or pre-productions before or put in rehearsals afterwards. And then when we're just in our day-to-day -day lives, we're having to keep our website up to date, keep our reels up to date, stay on top of social media, interact with our agent, deal with contracts and casting directors, build relationships, nurture our existing relationships, manage our money. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So it makes sense that we feel overwhelmed. And I'm not even talking about hustle culture here. I'm just talking about our relationship with time. And the thing is, you don't need to feel like this. We have fallen prey to a lot of misconceptions about time and our relationship with time is not actually accurate. And so I'm going to give you four phrases today that are going to change your relationship with time and four phrases you can use and come back to that are magically going to unlock hours of your life so you can get your time back. Hey there, welcome to Theater Life Uncensored, where we peel back the curtain and reveal to you what's really working in today's industry for theater artists just like you. That means you get to hear and learn how to surpass your career goals sooner and enjoy an easier, more peaceful life along the way. I'm your host, Jim Cooney, a New York City-based director-choreographer, and I'm also the founder of Amplified Artists, a membership community for theater professionals from performers to producers and everyone in between, helping you create a career and life you love. So today I'm giving you four phrases that are going to change your relationship with time. So go grab a pen and paper, or if you want to jot these down in your phone, I really encourage you to do so because as humans, we learn something and then we quickly forget it. And so we need to be reminded of it many, many times before it becomes second nature to us. So I want you to write these down, whether you put it at the top of your journal or you want to put it on sticky notes on your fridge or next to your laptop or you want to use them as mantras in your meditation, just anything that you can do so that you keep reminding yourself of these things and don't slip back into your old patterns and habits and slip back to your old relationship with time. Because what we're trying to do is change that today so you now get to claim hours back in your life. Now, while you're grabbing something to write with or, or to take notes in, I just want to let you know I have a free gift for you to thank you for being a follower of this show. It's called Dream Career Blueprint, and it shows you how to construct your dream career based on the advice of countless industry experts. I've compiled it all into this resource for you, and you can download it for free at jimcooney.me forward slash blueprint, and I've linked to it in the show notes as well. Also, if you don't want to miss any episodes of the show, be sure to hit the subscribe button in your podcast player so you are the very first to know when the next episode is released. And while you're there, if you wouldn't mind giving the show a five-star rating and leaving a positive review, I'd be very grateful for that. It really helps more people find out about the show so it can help them like it helps you. And by the way, if you want to connect outside of this episode, you can always find me on Instagram. I'm at JimCooneyNYC, so go ahead, pop on over there, say hello. So if you're ready, let's dive in. So the first one is actionable does not equal productive. I will say that again. Actionable does not equal productive. You could be doing all the things, but if it's not productive, it's just a waste of your time, energy, money, resources, okay? Let me give you an example of this. Let's say we have two people sitting in a car. One person's in the driver's seat, one person's in the passenger seat. Both people could be doing all the things. 
They could be setting up the GPS. They could be picking the song on the radio. They could be controlling the climate, like the air conditioning and the car, the heat, whatever. They could be adjusting their sun visor. They could be uh, keeping the kids quiet in the back seat. They both could be doing all the things, but is the car moving forward? No. Only one thing moves the car forward, and that's driving the car. Well, if you're in the driver's seat, you can drive the car. If you're in the passenger seat, you can't. So besides that one thing, they could do all the same things. They could be doing all the things, but only one thing is going to actually move the car forward, and that is driving. So it doesn't matter about the sun visor. It doesn't matter about the kids in the back seat. If you want to drive, you just have to drive. You don't need to take a million actions. You just have to take one action. You don't want to gauge your day by how many actions you're doing. You want to gauge it by how productive you're being. We've been brainwashed in this whole idea of no pain, no gain, and that's bullshit. You can have gain without pain. There is no reason to be doing all of these things. You don't need to fill your to-do list with things just to be actionable. If there are things on your to-do list that are not actually productive, if you are not actually driving the car, take those things off the to-do list. They're just wasting your time and energy. Okay, so the second phrase is working hard does not equal progress. Working hard does not equal progress. And this works in tandem with the last one we were talking about with actionable, not equally productive. Working hard doesn't equal progress, okay? For example, you could take 100 pounds, you could carry it two miles using your arms, right? Just carrying it in your arms for two miles, or you could take the same 100 pounds, you could take it the same two miles, but you do it by driving. The end result is the same. You've taken 100 pounds from point A to point B, right? That's the progress you made. But one way you had to work really hard to do that, and the other way you didn't. We don't need to work hard. We need to make progress. And working hard is not the sign of progress. The sign of progress is progress. Progress is progress, right? What we want to value is the progress we're making, not how hard we're working. So for example, if you were studying with a teacher, let's say it's a dance class and you're really trying to nail your double pirouette or you're in a voice lesson, you're trying to nail that high C that you've been working on and you've been working hard. You've been working with this teacher for a long time, right? And doing all the effort outside of class, you've really worked hard, but yet months and months later, you still can't do that double pirouette or you still can't hit that high C. So is that class working for you? Is the way you're practicing working for you? No, there is no progress being made. So it doesn't matter how hard you're working, all of that time and energy and money is being wasted because no progress is being made. So you either need to change the teacher or change the way you're practicing or something else in that equation needs to be altered and, and changed, okay? Likewise, if you are in a position where you're spending your time and energy and stuff on refining your skills, like you already can sing great, you already can dance great or act great or whatever it may be, or you're a great choreographer, but you're spending time refining that. Think about all that time you're spending and you're working hard on doing that, but what is the progress being made of? You're just refining, you're making like little incremental bits of progress. Now, I'm not saying you wanna just stop training. Of course, we wanna keep getting better, but you could work the same amount of time and make huge strides and huge progress in things you don't already know how to do. Or if your website isn't booking you work, or if your reel is not booking your work, or there's people that you want to build relationships with, career relationships that are going to help you book the kinds of jobs you want to book, your time is better spent doing that because that is going to give you progress, way more progress than refining your skills and talent of things that you already know how to do. Okay, is this making sense for you all? So 
think about these things. The same thing we talked about on your to-do list with, is it actionable or productive? You want to make sure it's productive. It's the same thing here. Is progress being made? If progress is not being made, then take that off your to-do list, right? Or, or reallocate your time to the things that are going to give you the progress that you want to see. So for the third one, perfection is procrastination in disguise. Perfection is procrastination in disguise. And this is my personal Achilles heel. I get stuck by this idea of wanting things to be perfect and spending so much time trying to make things perfect when it doesn't matter because perfect doesn't exist. And even if it did exist, my idea of perfect and your idea of perfect are different. So even if I was totally happy with something like, oh, this is perfect, you could look at that and feel like it's not perfect. So it literally is a waste of time to try to make something perfect. And besides, we could spend all of our time trying to make something perfect, but the way to actually make something better and to improve it is by doing it over and over and over again and as many times as possible, like running into the fire. You are going to learn so much more by doing so I shared this story on my social media a while ago, and it was about a teacher of a photography class. And she divided the class in half, and she said to the one half of the class, your grade's solely going to be based on the quantity of the photos you take. The more photos you take, the higher your grade's going to be. Then to the other half of the class, she said, your grade's based on quality. You just have to submit one photo at the end of the semester, but your grade is going to be based on the quality of that photo. So half the class was just cranking out photo, 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 taking as many as possible, where the others were thinking about the photo, they were reading how to take the best photo, they were doing some trial and error, they were testing some things out, they were picking what's going to be the best landscape for me to take my photo, right? So at the end of the semester, who do you think had the best photo? It was actually the people that took as many photos as possible because they learned by doing the other people were wasting so much time trying to analyze things that they would have just learned naturally had they just gone in there and done it. So if you are trying to be perfect, you are actually procrastinating from getting to the result that you want. So try to rip the bandaid off, try to run into the fire, like I said, as fast as possible. It's going to be messy, but that is how we actually learn. The fourth and final one is that time is a freedom, not a constriction. Time is a freedom, not a constriction. We tend to think of time as being like this finite resource and we're going to lose time. And so we have to like get all these things done. And yes, that is true that time is a finite resource. However, time is a freedom because we choose how we want to spend that time. In almost every scenario, we are making a choice on how to spend our time. Now, obviously, if you're having a medical emergency or something like that, where something is completely out of your control, yes, of course, in those instances, we're not controlling our time. But we choose what we audition for. We choose what jobs we accept. We choose who we want to collaborate with. These are all things that are controlling so much of our time, right? If you're doing a show that you don't want to be doing, then yeah, that is wasting your time. You don't have freedom in that when you could have made the choice to say no. So it is freeing to say no to things. If you need time for your personal life, it is okay to say no. If you don't want to go to that destination wedding because it's going to be too expensive for you and take too much time out of your schedule, it's okay to say no. If you don't want to even hang out with a friend right now or a partner because you need some alone time to just exist and be and have work-life balance, that is fine, right? You can choose how to spend your time. So you need to empower yourself to make a choice with everything you do during the day, whether you're scrolling on social media for hours on end, whether you are choosing to take a walk in the park and clear your mind, 
whether you are choosing to binge a TV show and spend all day doing that, whatever it is that you're doing, it is purely your choice. And once you see that and know that, that you have a choice in how to spend your day, you're going to look at your to-do list differently because you can choose which of these things are important for me to do today and which of them are not, right? Or how do I prioritize my day based on the things that I want to do? I'm making a conscious choice to choose these things I need to get done that are going to be productive, that are going to give me progress, like we were talking about earlier, that are going to teach me so I can learn and grow. And there's a really great quote about this that says, the bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. And I love that quote because, yes, on the surface, you are the pilot flying the plane, or in this case, your time, you are controlling your time. But let's dig deeper. What does a pilot actually do? They try to get from point A to point B in the fastest way possible, in the easiest way possible, in the safest way possible, right? So that is what we've been talking about today. How do you get to point A to B in the fastest, easiest and safest way possible. Safest meaning care for yourself, for your own work-life balance, for your mental health, right? You want to protect your time in the same way. They're not going to fly through a tornado or a hurricane. So you don't want to fly yourself through a tornado or a hurricane where you're feeling those kinds of feelings and sensations with your time, right? You want to take care and protect your mind, body, and spirit by choosing where you spend your time. So there you have it. Those are four phrases that if you live by these things and take them to heart, I promise you they really will unlock hours of your time. So just to go through them again, actionable doesn't equal productive. Working hard doesn't equal progress. Perfectionism is procrastination in disguise. And time is a freedom, not a constriction. Now, if you're a member of Amplified Artists, you can take this all much further, much, much further, because everything we've talked about today that's all just in one lesson out of the Time Mastery Express course. That's one lesson, but there's plenty of other lessons in there that show you how to actually put these things into practice and give you frameworks to do it. So for example, one of the frameworks is four parts and it is stop, prioritize, do, and ask. So stop meaning stop doing all the things. Stop doing the things that aren't leading to progress. Stop doing the things that aren't productive as we alluded to today. Then the next thing is prioritize. Prioritize the tasks that are going to give you those things. And we show you a bunch of different frameworks you can use to help you decide that because depending on what task you're doing, you might want to approach it from different angles. So we give you some frameworks that you can do that. Then the next thing is do. How do you actually do these things? And how can you do them in the fastest and the easiest way possible? And again, we give you some structures you can use every day so you can definitely get the things accomplished that you need to do. And then the last thing is ask. And that might mean asking friends for help or a partner. It might mean asking a coach or a trainer or a teacher for help getting yourself to where you need to go. It could be asking for accountability. We are 95% more likely to do things when we ask for accountability. It could even be asking for help from something like TaskRabbit or Fiverr. If you need help just getting some of your like daily things done, like groceries and laundry and a cleaning your apartment and stuff, so it frees up time for you to do things that you really want to be focusing on. So that lesson goes through all the different places and ways that you can ask for help so you can keep moving yourself forward. Because if you think about Beyonce, she doesn't do everything herself. She has a full team, but you can't wait to get to be Beyonce level before you have help all around you. It just doesn't work like that. The way you get to be Beyonce is by having the help all around you. So as you need help, you want to start bringing those things in. And so we talk all about that and where to go for all these different various pieces of help in that course. Okay, so that's just a little preview of it. For those of you in Amplified Artists, I just wanted to remind you that is available to you. 
And if you're not a member of Amplified Artists, you get instant access to all of our courses and workshops the moment you join. And you can join even just for a month. There's no contract. So if you're interested in getting access to these trainings and support and resources that we offer, you can join us by going to AmplifiedArtist.life. All right. So that concludes our episode today. And before we wrap up, I just want to remind you of the free resource I mentioned at the top of the episode, the Dream Career Blueprint. It gives you the 20 essential building blocks you need to construct your dream career. And so that will help you prioritize the things to focus on too, as we've talked about in this episode. So you can download that for free at jimcooney.me forward slash blueprint or clicking the link to it in the show notes. Now, if you like this episode, be sure to subscribe. And while you're there, please leave the show a five-star review, especially if you think this podcast will be helpful for someone else. If you've got any questions at all, you can give me a shout. I'm on Instagram at jimcooneynyc. And last but not least, if you do love this show and you want to help support it, leaving a small tip is greatly appreciated. There is a link to do so in the show notes. Remember, there is no one on the planet who's just like you. Stay true to the gifts you have and who you are. Thanks for tuning in today. Now, here's a little preview of next week's episode. I will see you then. Being a confident person, no matter what room you're in, no matter who you meet, no matter the circumstance, you can't put a price tag on that. And that's my ultimate goal, is that if you meet me on this podcast and you see me in the street or you see me at the club or you see me in the Oval Office, you're going to get the same person. I have no desire to be anybody else but myself. I have completely owned my dope and my job is to help others own their own dope. It's about ownership. You need to own your dope. What makes you magical? What makes you indispensable? And that's the person that never stops working. Not the one that can kick their face, has the best beat, the best tapper. It's the person who is authentically themselves no matter what room they're in because no one will ever be surprised. Mm -hmm.